This is the Money Unleashed podcast, a look at the financial issues facing investors and those getting ready for retirement. Here's the president of the Hoffman Financial Group, Chris Hoffman, and his co-host, Randy Cook. If you were to Google life lessons from Warren Buffett, you get tons of quotes. He's a very quotable guy. But I found this one, Chris, and I wanted to bring it to us because it it really goes in line with what you say. Life lesson number two, Warren Buffett says, be averse to loss. So here's the quote. There are too many investors on Wall Street who measure performance based solely on returns gained. A better measure would be risk-adjusted return. Don't strive to generate every last dime of profit. If you do so, you expose yourself to unnecessary and harmful risk. Rather, it's more advisable to make capital preservation one of your leading goals. You talk about risk management all the time, and that's right in line with what Warren Buffett is talking about. Yeah, you're talking about the arguably the most successful investor of our times, and he's extremely risk averse and he measures risk before he invests in any of the companies that he owns or any of the debt structure that he has. He's about slow and steady returns and taking risk off the table doesn't cause him to have to panic. Matter of fact, he's looking at down markets as opportunities to move assets around and buy when it's low and sell when it's high. And you know, he's got it figured out. So for our listeners, what is risk adjusted return and how is it measured? Well, there are five ways you can measure it. But the most common one in the financial industry that I see and use with clients is standard deviation, which is a measure of risk in the financial markets. And you can do it by asset class, you can do it by individual investment. So basically what this helps us with in choosing the right portfolio for our clients is to not just show them how much they can potentially make but then also what that risk profile of the different investments are. So what we're looking for here is a low standard deviation and high returns. And you can measure these asset classes against one another or different portfolios against one another. And then you got to turn that percentage into a dollar figure, right? You got to say, okay, your standard deviation is this. If this happens, here's what percentage you could potentially lose. Here's how that impacts your portfolio from a dollar perspective. But measuring your portfolio on growth, you're just going to be chasing the things that are growing historically the most, and they could be in and then fall out of a cycle. So, you know, Amazon, Netflix, Tesla, those things are extremely volatile. They have high standard deviation. They have high returns over the past five years. But is that really what you want to chase And are you prepared for those potential losses? And those can be measured. So when clients come in, they want to talk about, okay, how are we growing the money? What percentage did we make last year? And Warren Buffett's got it hit right on the head. It's not how much you made. It's how much risk-adjusted return you made. Because if we have a market meltdown anytime in the future, you want to know how that's going to impact your asset classes. So slow and steady returns can be a very powerful thing. The problem is, you know, everybody's addicted to this bull market that we're having and they want to grow their money by 12%, 15%, 20% a year. And there's a consequence to that. You just have to know what that consequence is and accept it in a dollar loss number. You probably have heard that term standard deviation. That's just basically how much does your investment swing? 
from one end to the other, from the high to the low, and you want to lower the standard deviation and then still get returns for your money. So that's that's the object here. And you talk about Warren Buffett and talking about risk. You remember, he's the guy who bet all the hedge fund managers, five hedge fund managers back in 2007. And he said, you guys go ahead, take all the risk you want, use all the data you want, over 10 years, I'll bet you with all of your tinkering, you can't beat the S&P 500 index fund. And after 10 years, he won that bet, and it was a million dollars that went to charity. So all the risk, all that management of risk still didn't outperform what the market does. So, I mean, there's something to be said there, Chris. There is, and it's the reason that I'm not a big fan of mutual funds right now. They habitually underperform the indexes, and they're more expensive than index funds. Mm -hmm. So look, this works, and young investors are already embracing it. They go online, they buy index funds, they hold them, and they just keep accumulating. When the market's down, they're contributing into it. When the market's going up, they're contributing into it, and they are just prepared to let it ride and hopefully they will if we see a market correction of 20, 30, 50%. They'll have that emotional strength to just say, okay, well, I can now buy a little bit more at lower prices. Now, so what's the difference about that being 20, 30, 40 years old and maybe being in your 50s or 60s or retired? Well, you've got two additional phases of your financial planning that need to be executed. One is you got to have layers of protection in there or lower standard deviation. If you would, you can still shoot for those moderate to high returns, but understand what your risk profile is in your drawdown because of that third component that you need to add when you're nearing retirement, which is where you're going to get your lost income from social security pensions, but then your investments have to pay you. So we don't want to get caught in a high standard deviation portfolio and watch the market go down 20, 30, 50%. Once you're drawing out and selling low, which is a bad thing to do, that could cause you to damage the portfolio and it won't be able to recover. That's the key. Risk management. And I don't know that a lot of people understand. We've talked about this before when people come in and they say, well, I'm a really conservative person. And then you look at their money and you find out that they're not really conservative when it comes to looking at their money. So this is one thing that in the uh, retirement roadmap that we address right away is finding out how much risk is associated with your money and does it line up with when you're going to retire? Does it line up with who you are? This is something that we would love to have a conversation with you. And if you don't know what that's all about, give us a call and ask us for that retirement roadmap, 404-909-0888. Find out how much risk is with your money. What happens when the market goes down? Do you go down with it? Chris, we should probably get a really good idea of how much risk we're at by looking at what happened in the last quarter of last year. If you went down with the market, you're probably 100% at risk. Yeah. And I'm surprised when I meet with clients for the first time, they don't know how much the market went down. They don't have any barometer on how much did the market go down? Should I be measuring against the market? And typically the market is either the Dow or the S&P. I wouldn't say the NASDAQ index unless you're heavy, heavy tech is your benchmark. But let's use the S&P as an example. When we look at their fourth quarter results and they're down, they don't know whether that's a good down, and I know that's hard to hear, but if the market fell 16% over a period of time and you were only down eight, 
okay, well, now let's take a look at what you're prepared to gain back Mm -hmm. and how much you can make since the market's come back since that period of time. Are you getting that risk-adjusted return? But people don't know how much the market has gone down. They don't know how much their portfolio has gone down. And they don't know whether they're poised or not inside the portfolio to get it back when this market snaps back. So those are three or four very simple questions and answers that we can prepare in writing for you, Um, not just including the fourth quarter downturn, but going all the way back to 2008, 2009. Remember, when you're getting a report from a financial advisor, studying your existing portfolio and stress testing it to show you what your standard deviation is, you got to include 2008, 2009. Don't let them include just the last 10 years. Otherwise, it's a straight up performance. And we need to know what's going to happen if the market turns. Thanks for listening to the Money Unleashed podcast with Chris Hoffman. To find out more about the Hoffman Financial Group, go to UnleashYourMoney.com and join Chris for his radio show, Money Unleashed, Sunday afternoons at 5 on WSB Radio Atlanta. Chris Hoffman is a registered representative of TCM Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC, and is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Hoffman Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, TCM Securities, Inc., and WSB are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance licensed in Georgia, number 163546.